Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 14. The podcast where one of us can grow a beard, and the other one, not so much. My name's Anthony. And I'm George. And uh, we are here on a wonderful January night. It's mid-January. Um, we're being we're being beautiful and bearded. George more bearded than me. My beard's more like a white trash cousin of, of Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow. But uh, we we've got face. I, there is hair on my face, and I can neither c- confirm nor deny just how white trashy or not white trashy it is. George, how's your beard doing? Oh, it's uh, it's fantastic. I love the weather today. It's been great without the rain. So, so Sonora, rainy Sonora is fucking awesome because we got all these hills and then like all of the little creeks start flowing and it just looks cool as fuck. Looks cool as fuck. I I love the rain as it is. So, yeah, I, I like it. I just dislike driving in it because everyone's kind of dumb. Oh, in Fresno they're dumb as fuck. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, in Fresno Nobody... they get that. Nobody rain no, starts and, and nobody understands. Drive. Yeah, nobody understands what water does to the road. So in Sonora, we're also like we're also used to it because just a bunch of mountain people. Everybody's like driving the same exact, exact speed, except for like the abundance of the elderly that live here because it's a retirement town. But they drive slow either way. So. Yeah. <laughs> like safe. Either way, it's safer. Yeah. All right, jump into some housekeeping. If you enjoy the podcast, please check out our reviews posted every Saturday to podcast services and daily news segments posted Monday through Friday, not to mention the Prime podcast posted every Sunday. Uh, we're actually, this is two Sundays in a row now, so that's pretty cool. Our consistency is now where it needs to be. Ooh, if you'd on. like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. Or you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Keep in mind, nobody has done it yet. So will you be the first? I don't know. You tell me. Put your money where your mouth is. Put my mouth where your mouth is. Next up, in fun news, we have written up a sponsor template. So if you know a business that would be interested, please DM us on any of our social media platforms. We would love to contact them about possibly sponsoring the show or hit us up at was it uh dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com that is our official email i i georgia i think i'm going to put that on all of our stuff i was gonna say i'm so proud of you for remembering that it's like it's super simple i just like (laughs) i've only i've only realistically used our email twice and that was to send out two of the sponsorship things to uh visual impulse and then dad bought apparel which still none of them have gotten back to me so i'm taking it that's a no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right next up find us on twitter.com uh at dad's beards nerds find us on instagram.com at dad's beards nerds podcast because some other cuckle guy already took the fucking dad's beards nerds who are you i'll find you if you're dead they might give it to us anyways the discord link to our discord community is in our twitter bio so go to their twitter bio to get the discord link i was just trying to see how many times i can say discord link and twitter bio in the same paragraph um, find us on the very rarely used twitch.tv slash dadsbeardsnerds. Uh, one of my goals this year is to get that affiliated. So um, we will be working on trying to get that going more uh, someday. <laughs> well, yeah, one of these days where we can get to it. 
Hey, we got 33 followers on there, so we're 17 away from 50. Yeah, we're, we're on cool. our way. We're on our way. And then find George on Twitter at Ghioco. That's G-H-I-O-C-O. And find me, Anthony, on Twitter at DadBobPlays. I don't feel like I need to spell that. It seems pretty pretty explanatory. Um, so, yeah, George, what are you playing? Oh, man, I saw I'm... you were playing Oxygen Not Included, you fucking nerd. I, I have <laughs> been playing a ton of that, actually. Um, they With the recent updates to the game, there's just, like, so much more stuff to do, dude. Like, it's amazing to me. Like, I built this uh, little automated ranch today. It's actually, okay. it's really cool. Um, so, as the critter, like, these critters called hatches will produce coal, and they produce it by eating, like, sedimentary rock and sandstone and stuff, so... I've been feeding these things, and I have it all set up where when they poop out the coal, I have a machine that picks up the coal and then sends it to my coal generators, like, all automatically. It's it's so freaking awesome. And then on top of that, they're producing eggs for me, so we're eating them. And then I've been hatching the surplus eggs and putting them into a pit and then drowning them and getting meat. So it's been, like, a win-win-win. Oh, my God. That's so so brutal. Yeah, it's been awesome. Jesus and, Christ, George! <laughs> but but here's the thing: like the the food quality that you get from you know using meat and eggs is like exponentially higher. So like my duplicates are a lot happier now that they're eating like real food instead of like some some of the crap we were eating before. So the morale yeah. the morale is like amazing. Um, so it was I, that's it's, funny. It's definitely worth it. Um, but you have to make sure it's sustainable. Like if you over you know purge your eggs and your hatches die well then you're shit out of luck so i have some some things in place to make sure i always have eggs to replace the hatches that die of old age so that's insane that's cool though um i always i know we kind of talked about this last week too but i love games that continually update their games with consistent content that is solid content as well and it seems that oxygen not included is doing that and much like Terraria, like Terraria consistently still updates their game. Yeah, well, Cly, I mean, they've done an amazing job with uh, uh, oh, Don't Starve and that whole series. I mean, it, which is phenomenal. I mean, God, me and my wife used to play Don't Starve for hours together. Um, but that in and of itself, they've updated those games countless times. And it's just amazing that they pour so much time and energy into them. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I like to describe, when people ask me to, about Don't Starve, I like to describe it as, imagine Tim Burton made a video game starring Johnny Depp. Exactly. <laughs> I've said that like so many times. I'm like, it's like a, it's got like a Nightmare Before Christmas-esque art style. Like, Oh, very much, yeah. Yeah. Very much. Or that, that, that like Sweeney Todd meets Nightmare Before Christmas. Absolutely. Sweeney Todd meets Nightmare Before Christmas is a great way to look at wilson and the the characters but they've added some a couple more characters to that game have you seen that uh, i haven't other than the main cast i remember like there's that girl who's afraid of fire so if fire breaks out she just like dies or whatever oh yeah she goes uh, i think it's willow yeah yeah but actually if no if she goes insane she starts lighting fires and then it, it starts escalating from there I think. oh shit <laughs> yeah that's what it is i need to hop on that like I bought that game on PC, I bought it on PlayStation, and then it just kind of fizzled out. I mean, it's a great game, I just didn't really hold my attention for that long. 
Yeah, you either kind of fall in deep into these games like me, or you kind of like skim the surface and you're like, yeah, that was fun for a little while, and you move on. Um, but yeah, you get to those once you get to certain mechanics that you need to like start googling. I think that's there are certain games where I either delve into it more or I just kind of give up. <laughs> yeah, no, and Oxygen Not Included is just like one of those games where you're going to be like looking up tutorials on YouTube and shit to build you know, refineries and things like that, or at least make them run efficiently. Like that's for the most part, you can build these things. I talk about fairly simply, but to make them run efficiently is the real challenge of the game. In my opinion, I kind of like that though. You were saying that, that they had you looking up <clears throat> like nuclear fusion or whatever. I don't know. Uh, thermal conducti- conductivity. That's so fucking awesome that you legitimately were looking up that in real life in order to apply it to a video game. Yeah, I'm like, how how does this work? How does the math break down? Like, seriously, I was crunching some numbers in Excel. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> so. That's so funny. It, it's, it's... Okay, um... Yeah, it's, it's, what else it's amazing. Um, Battlefield Five. Me and my brother, my brother and I were playing that the other night. We were wrecking some fools, but man... It's so frustrating not getting the win in that game. Uh, we got best squad twice, though. That was pretty sweet. Best squad is like a, it's like a, it's like having to kiss your sister or a tie. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh man, your team sucked, but you guys did really good. And you're like, we only got like one kill better than the other squad. And the game's like, yeah, we know, but you did good, but, but you were better than them. <laughs> but you're a badass. Yeah. No, it, it, it's definitely still a lot of fun. Um, they recently patched it too some of the weapons are behaving differently so we've been kind of going through the list of them and seeing how they all feel it's been yeah. fun i was watching a uh, profit play last night and uh callie was playing a little bit of it today and she was also playing i want to say battlefield 4 the one the modern times one um oh fun fact i didn't know callie knew who vitriol was <clears throat> oh yeah yeah because she was asking about who who we've had on the podcast before, and I told her Vitriol, and she was like, "Oh, I know, I know, Ryan." I was like, "Oh, shit. yeah, no, that's a small group of people that we all we all kind of know each other, especially the Twitch community modders like Ryan and Gold Falcon, a lot of the other guys." <clears throat> all right, so I have been playing. Oh, I hear myself. Did you hear me? A little. I sounded- bit. I sound a little silly. <laughs> Why are we sound a little silly though? Just so, what? What do you need me to do? I was gonna say just a smidge. Just, just a smidge. You golly, don't you know? Um, I've been playing Blackout. I don't know why Blackout has me the way that it does, but I've been playing it. Uh, I was playing it last time on stream. I've been playing it here and there when I can. Other than that, I haven't really been like playing much or had the time. Um, in between jobs and family. And sleeping, I've got uh, like very little time. So, yeah, it, that's kind of the reason why I've been playing Oxygen, not included so much lately as well, because it is one of those games I can just kind of have open while I'm watching the kids and not really stress so much. You know? Yeah, it kind of plays itself in a way. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a simulator, but you know, you have to give the direction and and, and have that wherewithal. But it is an easy game to just kind of play in the background, so to speak. I don't know. Yeah, just checking it here and there. Yeah. All right, George, let's uh, let's take a break. Uh, we'd like to, this next break, we'll have our ad roll for you for, George's ad for again? Uh, Flipboard. Flipboard. So enjoy the Flipboard ad featuring George's sweet, 
saucy voice. Thank you. Be right back, guys. All right, welcome back. I hope that you all enjoyed that beautiful ad featuring the sweet saucy voice. I hope it got you in the mood and you went to your lady and or man and made a baby. So <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I really I hope you all make babies tonight. Or not. Whatever you're into. You want kids? Don't want kids? I support that. <laughs> They're a big commitment. They take up a lot of money. They're great, trust me, but it's gonna cost a lot of money. Anyways, and uh George, topic one. All With right. the recent success of Aquaman, has DC finally found their stride with their movies? So, just to fill in, uh, fill in George, in case George you haven't heard this, Aquaman has passed the son of a bitch. I thought I had it. Uh, Aquaman uh, tops 940 million worldwide, worldwide on its way to 1 billion, and I'm pretty sure that it did hit 1 billion already. Because this article was written on January 7th. So yeah, I'm um, pretty sure I read somewhere that Aquaman passed 1 billion uh, or blah, blah, 1 billion worldwide for uh, you know gross sales, which is amazing in of its own. Congratulations to uh, DC, Jason Momoa, and all those all those wonderful folks. But uh, has DC finally found like their stride with their movies? Is it no longer trying to do these ensemble movies and just focus on, focusing on singular stories? with their characters it sure does seem like that's what's working for them i mean up until wonder woman it just seemed like everything was just a disappointment well yeah yeah no i'm no i definitely agree now you're talking to someone who who did enjoy uh batman or superman um i didn't mind it i took it for what it was which is more of an action flick kind of went to it same the way i did the expendables where not the expendables i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad might as well be renamed the Expendables, <laughs> also uh, known as the Expendables Four. Basically, like I went into Suicide Squad, I went into Batman vs Superman and Justice League. You know those three movies with very big plot holes and weird devices. But I wasn't in there for this, you know, gripping story. I was in there to enjoy a movie about superheroes, and I'm not gonna lie, I got that in all three of those. Um, if I want a great story, then Wonder Woman is that movie. Wonder Woman had just about everything you could want from a movie. And I think that once they made Wonder Woman, they realized, oh, fuck, we can make this work. But maybe these aren't ensemble movies. Maybe these are going to be more singular stories revolving around, you know, singular characters and their universes and maybe having these tie-ins here and there. I'm sure they're building up to another Justice League. I mean, they'd be kind of silly not to. But I think for the moment like marvel did before we got avengers we're gonna get a lot of single 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 stories or stories just revolving around that character shit we got shazam coming up next which looks awesome uh we've got wonder woman 1984 coming up which is gonna be fucking amazing Kristen wig gets to be the bad guy we've never seen her in a role like that before yeah i was just gonna say hero action flick so i am stoked yeah i was gonna say Kristen wig in that role is gonna be amazing i can't wait to see that i want i just want to see her I want to see her in action. Like she's going to have to do like action oriented things, which is one of the things I love about actors is when they, they, they jump out of their, their niche. And I'm sure it's going to, I'm sure she's going to be funny, but we've never seen Kristen Wiig in some sort of action adventure movie where she's got to be a fucking super villain. That's insane. It's like when uh, Jim Carrey started doing darker like roles or more serious roles. I love that shit. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like Jim Carrey can actually act. He's not just some funny dude. 
Same with uh, who's the other one? Seth Seth Rogen kind of did the same thing. Like he was just yeah. that that kind of chill dude at first, and in a couple of those younger movies, and then all of a sudden now he's getting nominated for Academy Awards and shit. Dan Cook did it. Dan Cook was in that movie with uh, uh, the dude from The Postman. Oh shit! I can't remember. I I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. Yeah, he was in that that movie where he was. It, it was a serious movie as well. I just like it when actors try something new, whether they fail or succeed. It's just kind of cool seeing someone who's done the same thing over and over and over again, and then all of a sudden, like they're in a role that's a complete 180 from what they're usually are, and you're just like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Okay, all right, let's do this." Yeah, you got chops. All right, <clears throat> but I'm excited. I, Kristen Wiig is a wonderful actor. Like or actress, we all know she's a wonderful actress. So it's going to be cool to see her personality in Wonder Woman 1984. But I, I mean, I, I haven't seen back. You know, bringing it back to Aquaman, I haven't seen Aquaman yet. Everyone I've talked to said it's it's fucking awesome. Uh, one of the more funnier things I've said you know on Facebook was, it's the uh, it's the wet and white version of Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see that that meme going around where it was just like uh? female lead who can control the water inspires uh man to retrieve weapon and save his kingdom and it's like comparing moana to aquaman <laughs> and it's like the exact same story basically yeah i don't know yeah, if that's true or not funny. but that's kind of funny it's like she's getting uh maui yeah i like that i actually like that uh <laughs> i like that uh what's the word i'm looking for god An- damn it uh, analogy words are hard words are hard i'm sorry words are hard um god damn what was the word I'm looking for comparison i like that comparison that's the word comparison i'm so proud of you thank you i appreciate it uh, <laughs> I, I i was talking with some friends about shazam uh the other night and they're like that movie's gonna be dumb and i'm like no way are you kidding me shazam's gonna be awesome because it's billy batson like the I, I love the fact that they're playing on the idea a strong idea that's that's been that's been touched upon in like justice league and justice league unlimited that Billy Batson is a 14, 15 year old kid who magically has superpowers and becomes a fucking six foot five yoked out dude with superpowers. Like I, I love the fact that they're doing like Fortnite dances and they're being silly with it. Cause he's a fucking 15 year old in the body of a God. Yeah. And, and he retains that personality. That's what's awesome. Yeah. That was all. That was, that, that was one of the things I loved about him in uh, justice league and justice league unlimited. There's one like oh my god hey superman and then then he's like oh i mean where is the bad guys at you know like he like it makes his voice deeper and tries to be more like adult that's one (laughs) of the things i've always liked about shazam is that he's just he's he's a kid in this grown man's body but he he like yeah like you said he retains that personality which makes it so much fucking better yeah and humorous i really do hope that we do get another avengers movie i don't know when we're gonna get it i don't care when we get it but I do hope we get another one, especially with, you know, Shazam in it because they're, you know, they've added him to it. We've got new villains added via uh, Aquaman and via Wonder Woman 1984. So they've definitely got the, the you know, Justice League and the Injustice League. Um, they've, they've got enough players for it. I just, I just want them to get another shot at Justice League 2, which they've got it. There's no way they're not going to make another one. But if there's anyone out there who is trying to make that not happen, please stop because I do want to see what a second iteration of Justice League could be. Yeah, and hopefully it's not as terrible as the first. Yeah, just as long as they don't have to do that shit with Henry Cavill's face and that mustache, like I'm great. 
<laughs> I didn't. I really like because I I saw Justice League probably six or eight months after it came out, and I'm like, there's no way it's that bad. Everybody's over exaggerating about the whole mustache thing, and then I watched it and I was like, holy fuck, it's all I can pay attention to. It's like I can't not see it. Oh my god, Henry Cavill just just let just just let this version of Superman have a mustache at that point. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, George. Uh, okay, so let's hop into topic two. Fortnite makes two point four billion in twenty eighteen. What this means, or what does this mean for the battle royale genre, and why are they so successful? Can I George? can I start? Yeah, you start. <laughs> All right. So I don't think George. George, are you still there? <laughs> oh hello? God, he's dead. Hello, hello, new phone. <laughs> Who dis? No. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. They're so successful because they keep tying in popular culture into the game like all those dances and stuff granted they keep getting sued uh but that's a whole nother topic <laughs> i think all, realistically only one of those has feet to stand on maybe and, and that that's uh two million i don't even think carlton has has feet to stand on with that no, either. yeah i there's some weird shit with all, all those cases but all that aside it's you know it's it's because they keep tying in pop culture into the game and they keep enhancing it with with these different uh game modes like the uh what was that recent announcement with the block and how they're featuring various oh, yeah. builds like that's yeah and the creative it, mode. yeah they're 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 catering to the people that are playing the game the way they're playing the game and that's that's the key here yeah there's definitely a lot of fan service going on right now um and actually, I feel like there's been a lot of fan service going on, like in general with them. I feel like they've always tried to do right by players. Yeah, you know, even, are... even when they accidentally release a weapon or something stupid that's too powerful, they pull it out of the game. They apologize. You know, they they're definitely doing it right. <laughs> I, I mean, whether you like Fortnite or not, you can't deny that the, the balance is there. They're listening to the feedback of the community. Um, there's a lot of good things. I mean, that's yeah. The Infinity Blade wasn't even a game that long. Like they listened to everybody. I think honestly, it was in for like a week and a half, two weeks, like tops. Yeah, yeah, and, and, they, and they, then... they locked it up, and that was that. There was, a, I think, one other weapon that they deployed in the game too, and they recently locked it down. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, I don't know either. I know like a lot of people are complaining about the planes, but um, I've played with the planes in there. Like they're pretty easy to shoot down. And I don't feel like they really pose that much of a threat, to be honest. Like, I haven't been killed by a plane yet, and I suck at the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just like, like, oh, everyone, I, like, why, why complain about the plane? They just, it just, it just seems like a weird thing to complain about. Oh, if there's something to complain about, somebody will. That's true. That's true. You're not wrong there. Um, okay, so let me let me hop in and give my little two cents. Number one, absolutely correct, George. Uh, keeping pop culture references in there and what's hot on the internet, the hottest memes and everything, it was probably the smartest thing any game could have done. And oh, for yeah. some reason, Fortnite does it the best. Fortnite does it the best. Um, with all these people coming out trying to sue them, I think it's fucking ridiculous. I think Two Millie is literally the only one who has feet to stand on, which is why that whole case is put in the one larger class action lawsuit because all the other those the lawyers doing it know that nobody else other than Two Millie has a chance. 
So by piggybacking off of two milli, they can probably win and it'll look like a win for everyone when in reality, uh, Carlton, I don't think Carlton has legs to stand on. He didn't even, he said he got the idea to do that, to do that from two like other. Yeah. He admitted fucking, to stealing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's still, but he said it was definitely inspired by something. It wasn't something he just came up with one day. Uh, the floss kit is stupid because uh, it was perfectly fine. And then all of a sudden it's not fine. Not to mention if anybody should get credit for that, it's Katy Perry for bringing your dumb ass on Saturday Night Live so you can do your dumb ass dance. Next up, the, uh, the, the orange dance kit or whatever, willingly submitted it to Epic Games. Yep. Your mom is a money hungry, greedy Beezy. When you willingly submit something to someone in a contest, it is no longer yours. And guess what, guys? Limp Biscuit did this a really long time ago with a bunch of musicians trying to get a new guitarist, and they had to submit music. And guess what? All the music they submitted belongs to Limp Biscuit because it's in their fucking contract that you signed to do that. Are you stupid? Like, I, I don't get that. I don't. I, I, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You submitted yeah. it. How do you have. What is happening here? Anyways. <clears throat> With popular dances, with popular emotes, uh, shoot, just the way that they, they consistently update the game, breaking the game down into seasons is a smart thing to do. Because what do people notably watch on Netflix? Seasons of TV shows. By making them into seasons, and I use air quotes, you have consistently made it almost kind of to the same level as TV. Oh, season one, season two, season three, season four, season five. Like, you, And there's you, new things every season exactly every mm-hmm. season is different every season is new uh and then not to mention just their <clears throat> i think you know i think PUBG gets some credit in this too because if it weren't for PUBG making battle royales popular or making battle royale more of a standard game mode then i don't think epic games and fortnite would have been as big as it is. So I want to, I, I say PUBG gets a little bit of credit in this and obviously not the money, but PUBG gets credit in helping Fortnite to become this $2.4 billion game. Uh, oh, also side note that two four that $2.4 billion that they made in 2018 is only for the battle royale mode. That does not include the money they made off of the base game, the save the world mode. Yeah. And, and- I would agree with the, the sentiment that PUBG is owed a little credit here, but the reason why people are flocking to Fortnite more and more is that they're listening to the players. And PUBG Corporation yeah, but... is not as fast in their updates at all. Like, it's just, it, 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 in my opinion, it goes to show when you're putting that much work in, in polishing the game constantly, the player base will come. Definitely. I just, if it weren't for PUBG popularizing or making the battle royale mode popular, then I don't think Fortnite would would be as big as it is right now. Like PUBG came in, well shoot, well, I mean even PUBG piggybacked off H1Z1, but I, I yeah. still give the credit to PUBG because I've tried H1Z1 and that game is fucking trash. Oh yeah, um, it runs tough. But I PUBG deserves you know a nod in this for helping Fortnite become what it was. I, sure. I also think another another big reason for why Fortnite is popular is its cartoony style as well. And it's not hyper-realistic. Um, granted, they do have, like, you know, bullet drop and, you know, stuff like that. But I, I feel like it's it's cartoony vibe and art style. It make it to where... I think with PUBG, there are some parents who aren't going to let their kids play that game because it is hyper-realistic. Yeah. But Fortnite's just enough 
of a cartoon art style to where parents are like, oh yeah, you can play that. It's not, it, it doesn't even look real. So kind of the same vein of why I let my children play uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Right. Because it is a third person shooter, you know, uh, online and gets a bunch of people, but it's plants and zombies fighting each other. So I'm okay with that kind of violence because it's not them playing Call of Duty and shooting each other with real guns that exist in the world, you know? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> but I just, fuck, man. Congratulations to Fortnite. That is it for, to make in one year. Like, that is in art. Uh, Epic Games, congratulations to them because uh, 2.4 billion. Damn. I don't think there's any other game in the video game industry that even came close to that. Yeah, they absolutely rocked it. Kudos to them. Um, so what this means for the Battle Royale genre, it means Fortnite is here forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just don't make $2.4 billion. I mean, well, Battle Royale genre aside, this much money has allowed Epic to make their own gaming platform or uh, games distribution platform. I think that if it weren't for the success of Fortnite, you, we, we wouldn't have the Epic Game Store. Well, they even said that in their their own quotes like thanks to the success of this game we're able to start doing these things so shoot and they're able to offer developers a bigger cut because of that yep so that's it's, insane like it's good like, to see them sharing that wealth and promoting this game games. has made so much money it's bled over into digital distribution <laughs> into the digital distribution business like it's it's made so much money it's blended it's inadvertently blended itself into not even like the game space fucking digital distribution yeah it's incredible. <clears throat> that's so insane it just blows my mind that there's a game out there that has made that much money and what so hold on i, I want to check how much god of war made i know spider-man i i want to so spider-man ps4 i believe is the highest grossing playstation game of 2018 um yeah spider-man total total sales um and that one made, I'm looking up what it made right now because I want to, I know it broke a game sales record um, and did better than God of War, which is in, like insane. Um, so <laughs> let's just put this into perspective. Uh, it said that 198 million is what Spider-Man PS4 made total. Total so far, but this uh, this article was written... Uh, September 21st of 2018. So that's not even including January of 2019. So as of September, it was at $198 million that, that Spider-Man had made. Um, so <laughs> Spider-Man has only made, what, 8% of what Fortnite's actually made? Yeah, like a little, yeah, about 7.6%. <laughs> and then... Like, <laughs> Sold 3.3 million copies. Shit. Uh, God of War sold 3.1 million copies, which means uh, it's probably at around that, like, 100 million mark. 102 million mark. That's insane. Yeah, dude. That's, it, so when you compare the t those games and their sales numbers, it's just like Fortnite absolutely dominated it. It's, an, it's, just, it's just fucking wild. Like, it's, it's not even... It's not even comparable anymore. Like, Fortnite is... Fortnite, money-wise, is the greatest game of all time when you account the revenue. I'm not saying it is the greatest video game of all time when it comes to just being a video game. But when it comes to making money, Fortnite is the greatest video game of all time. 
And I want to say that you've got uh, Epic Games' marketing team to thank for that. I think their marketing team is fucking bonkers brilliant. And they need they need to be paid probably twice as much as they get paid at the moment. I think that they're the people which I'm their their R and D department who's coming up with all these dances and stuff to do. I, I think they need to get paid more as well because uh, it's definitely a lot of marketing and they've got a lot of forward thinkers in there when it comes to the uh, popular you know culture fucking shit. Like it's just. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense, but it's so badass at the same time. I don't, I love Fortnite, but I hate it too. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> so bad at it. <laughs> I hate that a game I'm so bad at makes someone be here forever. That's funny. Not to mention they've got that $500,000 skirmish coming up. But that was in the, the news for uh, for Friday. Yeah. So, I mean, it's allowing them to do a bunch of... That's the other thing. Like, I hate this game, but you can't hate it because it's allowing them to, to, bring, to elevate esports as well. Yep, no, I mean, they're changing the game industry as a whole. It's just, I, they just, oh my God, if they weren't such a great company, like, I just want to hate them, but at the same time, they're doing so much to, to, to forward, not only, like, the Battle Royale genre, but just, like, the esports genre as well, and putting all this money into it, and, and trying to give back to their community, and I, I want to hate them, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like kudos to Epic Games. Like congratulations on hitting that 2.4 billion for 2018. Like that's an amazing feat. And uh, I, I hope to see. You know, I'm excited to see what 2019 has for Fortnite. Uh, what changes? You know, what stuff they are they're gonna do. So uh, George, <clears throat> um, there's no Beard Watch or Smooth Watch today, so you don't have to worry about me interrupting. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, psych. I'm going to interrupt you anyways, just because I love you and I got to keep consistent with it. <laughs> it uh, that sounded like like that was a twitch. That sounded like it, it wasn't like me trying to do that. Like, I was <laughs> yeah, I was twitching. like, what was that? But okay, I'll roll. Well, there, there's, there's my new Tourette's twitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we are going to take a small break and then we will we'll finish up the podcast. So George, take us away. All right. Be right back, everyone. And we are back. There was no Adderall for that one. So if you would like your ad to be read, hit us up at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com so we can get you as our very first sponsor to get that sweet, nasty Adderall spot or ad spot. So next week's guest, we or next week we will have a guest, and that guest is Scott White, writer for irrationalpassions.com, graphic artist, and Twitch streamer. Very excited to have him on the show. He is in that group with Alex O'Neill and those other saucy baby boys. Yeah, uh, I also want to, uh, I hope you all enjoyed the Nino Cooney review that posted Saturday. Uh, I wrote that one. So I don't know if we're going to have a review next week. The reviews are kind of like when we, when can. we make them, yeah. we post them. When we do. I just happened to have played two games that I wanted to review. Yeah. And, I, uh, I, I want to write up something for Pokemon. Let's go here pretty mm-hmm. quick. So here's hoping maybe I can knock that out. You still playing that? How are you liking it? Oh, I, I, it's, it's a blast to pass. The kids love watching it. Did you but, beat it yet, or no? Oh no, no, I, I have not been able to play it for a week and a half or so. So I got four yeah. badges so far. I'm just kind of taking my time with it. Definitely, it, it doesn't seem like a very hard, hard game to beat either. No, uh, it's, it's, it if seems like, like everybody's gone through it pretty quickly. Yeah, if you've played the original Red or Blue, you're gonna, you're gonna knock, knock it out, no problem. All right, so. Remember, 
If you'd like to be a part of the podcast, leave us a message via the Anchor app by going to the Dad's Beards Nerds podcast homepage on the app or the desktop. You can find it there. It's like a little button. You click it. So there you'll be able to tap the message button and leave a voice message for us to showcase, answer your questions, or just have a good laugh at what you've left us. Please be nice. If you're a dickhead to us, we're obviously not going to air it. We're just going to probably laugh at it and make fun of you together behind your back via the internet. We'll probably post <laughs> something about it too. I we might, we we'll might throw, throw it in the Discord and let everybody eat it up. We'll try to we'll try to shame you in some way. So like, if you are going to call in and be a dick, probably don't use your name. <laughs> just just give us your social security number and credit card numbers so we can adequately get restitutions. <laughs> subscribe. Right, we so su- we'll been... subscribe you to our podcast. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, <laughs> at the nine ninety nine per month reoccurring. <laughs> All right, everybody. So this has been Dad's Beards Nerds Prime, episode 14. Thank you so much for coming by. I'm Anthony. And I'm George. Thank you all for listening. And we look forward to making more content for you. Take care, everyone.